podcast peeps. Welcome to my podcast, God's Fangirl, Proof God Exists, where I tell true life tales that prove it. I'm your host, Jill Hughes, and this is episode one about a child's Bible and a little girl who unknowingly helps her dad in a very trying time. Once upon a time in South Carolina, there lived a little girl whose dad was a preacher and an educator. This dad preached at his church only part-time because he also had his doctorate in education and was the vice president of a college there in town. So he had two jobs. Now, Dr. Preacher Dad was extremely well-liked on campus by faculty and students alike. He was warm and wise, gregarious and funny. However, one person started not to like him, and that was the president of the college. See, the green-eyed monster Jealousy got his claws into this man, and he became very envious of the popularity of his VP, Dr. Preacher Dad. One day, the president became so jealous that he started spreading slanderous rumors about Dr. Preacher Dad. Nasty, ugly, completely unfounded rumors. Now, I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but it's a terrible thing. It's taxing, and it's very stressful to go through. And how do you handle that? What do you do? What's your recourse? Are you going to try and get revenge? That's not really an option for a man of God who is supposed to be an example. Vengeance is mindset, the Lord, and all that. The situation and what to do about it began to weigh heavily on Dr. Preacher Dad. So he did what anyone who believes in and trusts God would do. He prayed about it. Now, Dr. Preacher Dad had a habit. Every Saturday night, he would go up to the church building to prepare for his sermon on Sunday morning. He would read, work on his sermon, and he would also walk around the sanctuary to pray. On one particular Saturday night, in the midst of all this stress about the situation at work, he was walking around the sanctuary and praying specifically about that very thing and what he should do about it. As he walked amongst the pews, he noticed a children's Bible that had been left there. So he picks it up and turns it over. He flipped open the back pages. In what was clearly a child's handwriting, there was a quote. It read, Remember, in times of trial, it is God who sets the limits, not the devil. Let me repeat that. Remember, in times of trial, it is God who sets the limits, not the devil. What does that mean? Okay, well, let's take the story of Job, a man who had absolutely everything, a good wife, a big family. He had top of the Forbes list kind of wealth. Yet he was a really good man, decent, God-fearing. So God was very proud of him and said so in a conversation with the devil, who had said to God, Yes, he has happy and good. Why not? You have prospered him so. He has everything a man could want and need. But take away all his wealth, and then he won't be singing your praises. I bet he'll curse you instead. That's my devil voice, by the way. Well, God agreed to this bet. But he set the conditions, or limits, if you will. He told the devil he could do anything to Job's wealth, but he was not allowed to harm him physically. So, Job lost everything, all his wealth and even some family members. Still, he didn't curse God. This annoyed the devil. And when God called attention to the fact that Job was still faithful and praising him, the devil said, Well, of course, skin for skin. A man will give up everything in exchange for his life. Allow me to touch his body with sickness, and then he will curse you to your face. So God agreed to this, but again, he set the limit. 
He said, okay, you can touch his body, but you cannot take his life. Job then got a horrible case of boils all over his body. So to recap, Job loses everything, his crops, animals, family, wealth. Even his wife eventually left him after questioning why he was still thanking God, and she urged him to curse him. And on top of all that, he gets sick. But he never once cursed God about his change of circumstances. In fact, he told his wife, are we to only receive pleasant things and and never have to deal with the unpleasant? And he carried on being faithful to and singing the praises of his God. Now, for his loyalty and devotion, God gave Job back everything he had before, but twice as much. Okay, back to this story. When Dr. Preacher Dad saw the message some child scrawled in the back of this children's Bible, that was in quotes, mind you, immediately a peace flooded over him. This was exactly what he needed to read, what he needed to see, hear, and know at exactly the right time for the exact right situation. He knew that he knew that God was well aware of what was happening to him, and he wasn't to try and fight back or get revenge or anything like that. And most of all, he knew God had his back and would take care of it, and God would be walking through it right beside him. He received exactly what he needed to keep going, a mental reset. Now, people, that is called the peace that passes all understanding. And not only is it more precious than gold, it can be found by no other means but God. Now, Dr. Preacher Dad flipped to the front of the Bible to see if there was a name. There was. It was his own 12-year-old daughter. What the what? So Dr. Preacher Dad took the Bible home to his daughter, showed her the quote in the back, and he asked her, where in the world did she get that from? She said, you, Daddy. About six months ago in church, you told everybody to write down what you were about to say, and that was what you said. Uh, wow and all righty then. So let's break it down. God used a 12-year-old who wrote something down that she just heard her daddy say in a sermon at church, which meant absolutely nothing to her at the time, to minister to him months later, which did mean a great deal to him. Did I say wow already? Did I say how uber cool God is? (laughs) One last thing. As I mentioned in my podcast introduction, these are all true stories. Know how I know? Because in this story, I'm the 12-year-old girl who left her Bible at church, and Dr. Preacher Dad is my dad. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me. And to reach out to me with any feedback or your God story, email me, godsfangirl at yahoo.com. See you next time.